conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. Is that hippocampus in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? In the long marathon of life, I'm no quitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Ryan Houlihan. Hi, I'm that so happy to be back. so good, you guys. It's Andy's Girls. It's episode 900,004, a.k.a. <laughs> I think it's 76-ish. I am so excited to be spooning with you. Oh, I'm Big Spoon. You're Little Spoon. <laughs> Always. I'm, I'm a Little Spoon in life and in podcasting. Oh, I'm actually in life. I'm a Little Spoon. Oh, like, yeah. don't you dare make me put my Mm-mm. arms around your, like, body. Like, no. I need to be cuddled. Yeah. Like, I need to be... This is about me getting to sleep and, like, having beautiful dreams. Not about me helping anybody. <laughs> I don't care about your needs. <laughs> no. But I've, I've got into conversations with, like, guys I've dated before where you have those conversations of, like, what makes you happy or whatever. I'm like, I, I don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you the need. The things that make me happy make me happy. <laughs> the things that make you happy should be making me happy. Yeah. And the things that make me happy is mm-hmm. continuing to be happy. Absolutely. So that is why I am a wonderful girlfriend. <laughs> Speaking of great behavior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Ryan Houlihan, so much to discuss. Mm-hmm. First off, Andy Scrolls listeners, have you followed me on Instagram yet at Dame Galley? Have you followed me on Twitter yet at Sarah Galley? Have you requested me on Facebook? You probably shouldn't because I'm never on it. Have you written a five-star iTunes review? These are the grocery store items that I'm going to remind you about every week. And before you buy, if you live in New York City, your cashew almond oat milk on top of chia seeds or elsewhere in the land, like some sort of slice of meat, I would love if you would comment on iTunes and give a nice sparkling five-star review. I had a Bethany... Um, fan, former, I think, Andrew's Girls listener, who said she was deleting her positive iTunes review. Wow. Because I was Team Carol. That is a so, bold move. How does that even work? I don't know, but God bless. It was She like, learned the iTunes interface to defend Bethany. She was a lot, and God bless her. <laughs> so, guys, can you please um, do me a biggie? That would be magical. Ryan Houlihan, talk show host. Yeah. 
now. Ryan Show on Twitch. Yes. How is it going? And also now on YouTube for your like viewing comfort. Oh my God. Wait, is my interview on YouTube when I yes. was on the premiere? The premier? Yes. Oh my God. Phenomenal. We had a few audio hiccups, but the but whole not, episode is up in like edited form, so it should be cleaner. Not um when I was talking to you. Yeah, you're were, good. <laughs> it was like literally like there was like a little bit of like a rainstorm, but not a big one at all. Just like a nice healthy drizzle. And then the clouds cleared when I like mm-hmm. got on the studio. The 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 Bravo gods smiled down upon the us. The Bravo gods, Andy Cohen. Um, thank you so much. So how is it going? Do you love it? Are you so into it? Yeah. And everything. Um, so I really am having fun with it. I, I, it's such a joy to like, like I feel so alive for those like two hours that I'm like making the show. And then the rest of the week is like me waiting for it to start. Like on Monday, I'm like, I have no purpose in life. Nothing's happening. Oh like, my God. <laughs> but when Saturday and Sunday roll around, I'm like living. I'm, I'm having so much fun with it. It must be like Saturday Night Live-ish. Yeah. Like, you know how like they have Monday off, so they mm-hmm. all like, or Sunday off, so they all die. And then like Monday, they're like back at work. And like, everyone's always like, what, what are you doing on Sunday? I'm like, oh, I'm working Monday. <laughs> but like I'm hosting my own show that yeah. day. Yeah. And it's magical. all I really want to be doing. So it's not like I'm canceling other plans that I'd prefer to be doing. I'm having so much fun. Oh my God. I love yeah. that. That's magical. And guys, you should watch it because um. It's phenomenal, and I was super into it. Also, can we talk about gold stars? You slept over to my apartment in 900-degree heat, and we are staring at an open suitcase. I'm going on an international flight once this episode goes up. But I'm I needed so to. Jealous. It's like I couldn't leave without... A check-in. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going with a friend and I like sent her some photos and she said absolutely not to this like ball gown because she like gets ashes. And I was like, no, I'm wearing. Like, I need to lay in a bed and Mikhail Barishkov, whatever it needs to leave me. The Russian needs to leave me. And I need to just like be photographed from every angle. But 100%. Like I need to lose some diamonds in my boob and then find them again or whatever the fuck happened to carry um yeah i'm so excited so guys go on my twitter uh, not my twitter go on my instagram because the photos in the next couple of days are going to be like oh, ridiculous i'm so jealous ryan Hulahan, i am so glad you're here first off couple things mm-hmm. did you hear this whole thing about lvp that she has like new t- she like stole kyle's teeth or something what have you looked on her instagram she has new teeth and they are oh. huge. I guess when you have more money, you want teeth larger than the well, inside of your mouth. let me say this. I have some insider info that is suddenly applicable. On teeth? On teeth. Tell me everything because I don't understand them. Oh, she does have new teeth. Right? Guys, everybody go to Lisa Vanderpump's Instagram because she has... They're Hillary Ky- Duff-esque. They're Hillary Duff-esque and also Kyle-esque because Kyle now has like... I don't think she has a lisp, but she has like a slight... Because when you talk around veneers, it's never right. Why do you get them? Do you know why rich people so get them? So the reason that they get them is twofold. One, because th- when you want your teeth to be TV white, you need to get them whitened every three months. And it's very painful. And it costs like $400. Oh, really? I, I worked in TV and I've watched someone go through this. And like it's $400. Every and three white. months? And then whenever you have... Oh, it's, like, it's like you have to get touch-ups. And then like every year you have to get the full... like. Like, do they drill white into your teeth? What the fuck are they doing? Well, Why is it painful? It's like it's like the, it's like a chemical bleach, and on top of oh that, when God. you're done, it's Why? the sensitivity of like having chemical reactions on your teeth. It wears down your enamel, even though they say that it's like it, it doesn't really. You're like, yeah, it does. Um, and anytime you have any like coffee or red wine after that, your teeth are so porous, 
And so it's just like a constant thing to deal with. So if you're, if you have the money, every dentist now, it just says like, well, well, here's what we'll do. We'll put you under, we'll shave all your teeth down to nubs. We'll glue these porcelain veneers that won't get cavities. And like you barely have to care for. They'll always be perfectly white. And if you have any issues, you can buy new ones. And it's just like one of those things. And the other thing is as someone with naturally like pretty nice teeth and white teeth. Smile, please. Guys, everyone go to Ryan Houlihan's Instagram because he has excellent teeth. I He's have nice post a teeth. Photo of and I didn't always. Ever. When I was like 17, I had had all these orthodontic issues. And when I was like 16 or 17, all they, like I looked like Madonna. And then like a year, they all moved into place. And I was like, get in line, girls. <laughs> Let's get in formation. Oh We're going God. to college, honey. <laughs> but they're never going to be like tissue test white. Like those Crest White Strips commercials are like, put the tissue up to your teeth. Are they white enough? It's like, first off, they shouldn't be as white as like a chemically bleached paper product. But in order to get that TV white smile, you can't even get that in nature, most people. So they just go and get new teeth. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, when she was on like um, that own show, had oh, one, of, the, one of them Lindsay. just fell I off. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> but here's my insider info. All the Vanderpump Rules kids, that whole little crew... They all have deals with the same plastic surgeons. And a dentist was like, if you all get veneers, I'll give it to them too for free. But you have to like plug it or whatever. And they all got the same fucking teeth. So like Shayna has the exact same teeth. That's how Dodie suddenly has like perfect teeth. But the only person who all of this has ever worked for is Kristen Dodie. She's the only person who's gotten on reality TV and over the course of five years become more and more beautiful in like remarkable ways. And as she works less and less. Like (laughs) she's been fired from the restaurant. That is the actual (laughs) plot point for her reality show. And she is still fucking on. God bless her. Wait a second. So I think Lisa got into this deal. Why does Lisa do diff eyewear ads? Um, Shout out to diff eyewear. Please contact me. I think Lisa's uh, got a little bit more Rinna in her than she'd admit. Like, she's a little bit more of a hustler than she wants to admit. I mean, Do you think she doesn't have as much... Have you seen the Yelp mm. reviews for her restaurants? They're all perfect, which means she probably bought them. <laughs> There's no way. Did any of like, those Like, Villa Blanca is, like, the number two restaurant in L.A. on Yelp. What? And it's a terrible restaurant. The food... I mean, I've... Have I walked in Villa Blanca? I've walked in Sir and Pump... I don't think I've, I've definitely not eaten. I, I had a stopped seltzer. at Villa Blanca and was like alone. And I was like, I'm meeting friends. And they were like, okay. And I was like, can you use the bathroom real quick? And they were like, yeah. And I did. And then I was like, my friends aren't coming. And I left. I just wanted to see it. <laughs> which is, that must happen to them constantly. And they have the same issue that Lisa's teeth did, which is like keeping everything white is a lot of work. And they're not always like on it. <laughs> so like right. there's like all worn all and stains. And, yeah. It's not good. Jerry O'Connell was on um, Watch What Happens Live yesterday, and he rated, I think it was on the after show, he rated LVP's restaurants, mm-hmm. and he said Villa Blanca was his second favorite. Oh, and I was like, a liar, bravo, you show are now. problematic. <laughs> he said Tom Tom's was number one, which I 100% believe is true. Yeah. And he said that Sir, he said Sir is like tourist trap central, 100%. He's mm-hmm. like, everyone's taking photos. I was that person the entire time. Oh, yeah. And he said um, Pump was like not that great, which. Pump I like. I like the little patio area. It looks like an enchanted gay forest. It's like a little vibe. I think um, uh, two things about Pump. One is people go in there wanting it to be like, they want it to be, um, what's that, the Abbey? They want yeah, like yeah, yeah. more dancing and music and fun. Yeah. And it's way more Genie's Bottle. 
it's like genie's bottle by way of carol ratswell and like they people don't want to like lean on a cushion glitter chair they want to like move and dance when they're out over there so it is nice but you're there for a cocktail with friends you're going to have a long conversation about like i really think i'm more of a jacks or whatever (laughs) and then you're going to leave and i don't think it's like a vibe to hang out and i could see jerry o'connell being like okay what's the fucking point of this like right 100 percent. and you don't if you're if you go out to those places to be seen or like have a little bit of fun being like oh there's jacks or like Oh, so I got recognized. Like, I fucking have been recognized in Sir. Shut Someone up. Someone was like, I love your house life stuff. And I was just like, I was literally nobody at that point, And I'm literally nobody now. And I was like, <gasps> this must be so fun if you're a Bravo person oh to just stop God. by. It's like um, in Soap Dish when Sally yes, Fields yes, goes yes. to the mall to cheer herself she up. she wants to feel better. Yeah. That's such a good movie, by and the way. And the pump separates you into little, like, pods around a table unless you're at the bar. And it's pretty, like private it's pretty like like you're kept pretty separate and I could see him being like this isn't fun for me like it was Lisa trying to like make an actual restaurant and not a Bravo destination and she marketed it as a gay bar and it's definitely gay influenced and I love that Hollywood I love that but it's not like a gay bar like a gay bar there's always like a drag queen of some kind or like at least like thumpa thumpa music so there's that vibe isn't there so it's definitely different and unique and i do like pump but i could see why people it's not for them it's not a sexy unique restaurant it's not a sexy unique restaurant 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 and and lounge. lounge My favorite. It doesn't make... Did anyone think about that? Nobody thought about nope. it? Everybody was like, I'm going to the ATM machine to get some money out to buy my sexy, unique restaurant, restaurant, and lounge. Oh, my God. I love... I actually... I was about to say I'm looking forward to Beverly Hills getting back, but that's a 100% a bold-faced lie. I'll say this about Beverly Hills. I'm it's looking forward worst. to when they solve it, because I think the entire Bravo team is in crisis mode to making it work. Well, Ira... What's Ira, the guy, Ira, who's like super fabulous? Comedian. Ira Manson? Yes. He sent out a tweet this week. Sent out a tweet this week. I'm so good at social media. He snail mailed a tweet this week that was he like, a he bought <laughs> in 140 characters. And he said that um, the way to solve Beverly Hills is for Lala to join now that Lala yep. Mazeltov is engaged to her married fiance. The way to solve Beverly Hills was to promote Stasi when she wanted to leave the show originally. <gasps> I know. And they didn't do it. And so she fucking left. And now she would the have been like a passed. good brandy. She would have been like a good brandy. She would have been truly able to shake Lisa to her core. Does she have enough? She doesn't have enough family money, though. She has like New Orleans family money, which yeah, is not Yeah, but Beverly that's never Hills. been an issue for like that's brandy. That's true. I mean, like, look at Cam. Cam is like poor. What, is, what does Bethany say? You could just move the papers around the desk. Right. <laughs> It's <laughs> a very good line. Oh my god, that! But you don't think she would have been too young? Although I think, I, she's the same age as Lala, right? Yeah, she just looks older. She looks a little bit older. We also have just been with her longer. I also think like, oh my god, that would have been so good. But like on OC, which I barely want to talk about. But what's her face from Long Island? Gina is has no money. She's Gina, no money, and she's twenty two or whatever. So it's Gina's very weird. Makeup makes me so sad because you know she's trying so hard. so hard, and her nails. I know. Which I can like smell that acrylic it's, from when I was in junior high and thought I was a lady. Like it's, it's like not a vibe good. of like she, her, both her and Cameron, who I love, and I think Cameron actually I could talk about for a very long time, oh God, but I, I think wait. they both aspire to be what Tinsley like already is, which is like an old world blue blood. Like Mary naturally, blue blood I I woke up with highlighter under my brow or 100%, whatever, and yeah. like that's not a vibe they're giving. She off. has the perfect curled hair. 
no matter whether or not anyone yeah. is wearing their hair like, curly. Tinsley looked way. really good in her mug shot. Like Gina would not. <laughs> I'm from Long Island. Gina would not look good. Gina would not pass the test. Oh my god. The someone, digi test. Oh my god. Someone get lose counsel on that, by the way. Ryan Houlihan. Yes. What were your th- I I have so much to say about New York. I really just need to hear you. I need talk. to get it all in before this flight. I know. I someone just texted me. Enjoy your flight. Excuse me, good friend, best friend of mine. I have to talk about housewives. Oh, she's telling me what to do. Okay. Um Tell me everything. Okay. So number one, I tweeted this earlier, but this is like, I really, I want to record, like, I want to write a play about it. (gasps) I love that the housewives have turned to portions and sections, lobes of their brain to like blame for their behavior, like on multiple (laughs) franchises at this point on Dallas, New York. And I think even like Vicky said something on OC, which is like, well, my hippocampus or like my amygdala is oversized or undersized or engorged or or Sonia being like, I went off of my medication and they finding really nebulous reasons. And since we've already done like Chinese medicine, ghosts, what are we going to go to next? Because they're going to be like ancient prophecies or like the the placement of Venus in the stars is going to be the next thing we'll blame. super desperate. I also like Carol being like, because my brain is different, like I'm much more, what did she say? I'm incredible. She was like, I'm incredible. This isn't the right word, but it was super shady and she didn't, I don't think she meant it. It just came across terribly, but she should be made fun of for it. She was like, I'm just like a lot more stable or something. Yeah. she kept saying that she's like I'm just like, a lot that's more stable. Not like something I could even do. I'm just do. not ever crazy like other people. I'm but just it's like the same super vibe clear. With her. I'm naturally skinny all the time. Like there's no effort to this. It's just I can't put weight right. on. Like blah 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 blah. And she was like, smoke. I don't smoke. I have a cigarette every day. I don't smoke. And, and you're like, right. like what are you with this evolved avatar human that like whose body functions better than everyone else? Because you like met. She's a hundred. Lee Radswell. <laughs> She literally met Lee Radswell, got a couch. She's like, I can feel my DNA enhancing. (laughs) Seeping through. Jackie, I was here. Um, Oh, my God. So true. I also loved Sonia being like, my hippocampus is small, but my vagina is huge or something, which was like, like, I have a small hippocampus, but a large vagina. And I was like, that's your tagline. That is, it was so good. And such a good callback to fucking Dorinda to be like, I'm taking this and I'm owning it. Like, I'm going to make a t-shirt out of it. She hundred percent. She needs to get more credit. Like Sonia is so important. I can't, talk about I it. walked away from this being like Sonia is the best part of everything. Right? She is the silver lining. Also, low key, Sonia's always wrong about her own life. Let's be honest. Like she 100%. she can't see what's up close. Yeah, she it's has her family. she's far sighted. It's her family. She sees the new wife. It's all about, you know, they they didn't get divorced cuz they wanted to as no. other people. My husband did not want to fuck another woman. No, he wants to be with me now. <laughs> But again, this ancient prophecy and the in the in the systems of my lobes. Other people, <laughs> lawyers. I was like, sweetie. Okay, continue. continue. So she's but a so, fuck up with her own life. Yeah, but she's a fuck up with her own life. But low key, same thing with Kim Richards. Low key, whenever they talk about somebody else, they're fucking bang on the money. They're, Kim Richards. Kim Richards was, it has been right about so much stuff that when you rewatch, because we rewatch those shows all the time. We rewatch those shows. We rewatch the early seasons of Beverly Hills, especially like the highlight episodes, in order to decide what we'll do for live shows. Oh, and yeah. When you go back and really study, like the when you're transcribing what the stuff she the says, what was she right about? She in the first season, she was right about Camille. She was right about the stuff with Kyle, and Kyle was like, "You're betraying me," and she was like, "I really don't think like this is that big of a whatever." Or like the stuff with um Brandy and Lisa, the the stuff oh, yeah. like she was right about um. What else? I'm trying to think. We have a whole, me and my friend Jordan have a whole like list where we're like, Kim Richards was fucking speaking truth. She truths. was kind of like Kelly Kaloran season four. Yes. But the thing is, 
because she says it in the worst way and when she's like in the throes of yeah I did a bunch of fucking pills in the bathroom and, and smoked meth and hid Andy's, Brandy's crutches but I also think she's low-key a racist but she's not in the problem she's not her fault that her divorce didn't go through or that her divorce happened and I also think her friendship with Lisa is on a precipice because Lisa uses her and then you like cut to something else and we don't have any context for that then two seasons later all of it plays out and you're like holy shit Kim Richards knew everything but She's like, they're both a little bit like child savants where like, you know how little kids will just be like coloring and then they'll say something super <laughs> profound and then they go back to coloring and you're like, what? And you don't hear it, but you're like, yeah, like you can see ghosts or whatever. Like, you know, the truth yeah, of the yeah, universe, yeah. like you can pierce the, I don't know. So I just, I think Sonia's usually right when she's talking about other people. She was right about Dorinda. She was right about the stuff with Luann. She was even right, I think, in the Carol Bethany thing. The whole time she kept saying like, you're both wrong, but I love you. And it was like, you know what? She's right. They are both wrong. And she does love them. And she did say that they changed. She's like, they both changed. And like, I think Bethany yeah. said I didn't change or Carol was like, I don't change. And, and Sonya was like, they, they both changed. Like she's, yeah. she's pretty. And even, even the Ramona stuff with stuff, her own like drug or drinking problem, when she turns to other people's drinking problems, she diagnoses it so sharp. And she also says like, yeah, but I pulled back and I got in control of everything. That's what you need to do. And it's like, she's right. I, I don't, I'm not saying follow Sonia's life plan, but she's also right. It, if you don't have, if you're not an alcoholic, if you don't wake up with like the shakes or whatever, there is a way to restructure your life and your mental health and your like day-to-day -day priorities to a place where you're not like getting hammered for validation and to like make your relationship work, which I do think is like a big part of Dorinda and John's relationship is like substances. Yeah. I think calling out that first off, that was phenomenal. Second off, calling out Dorinda Dorinda responds in such a negative way because I think alcohol is such a huge important part of her life right now that the idea of living with a little less or feeling like that's going to be taken away or she is going to be tagged with any kind of like abuser thing is the scariest thing to ever happen to her. And that might be John related too. Like I what the, how could for a she lot can't be on them, the wagon with that monster? When you went through some horrible stuff and like a chapter of your life closed, you quit ABC news, your husband died, whatever happened, you like wrote the book about it and you want to walk away or, you know, uh, her husband dies. The other one left her, the daughter moved out. She's now on this show. Like everything in your life isn't what it was. And if you're a woman of that age, you aren't, especially the higher you get in social class, the less options you're given, like to maintain that social class as a woman of that age. Mm -hmm. And if you're offered a second act, that's fucking amazing. And if your second act is being a clown and drunk on TV and like being in shenanigans, I could see being like, but it's a second act. Like, this is who I am. I'm a gif. I'm fun. It's like the Luann problem of confusing fame with infamy. I do think that's a little real. And like the, the whole thing of like being like, I fell in the bushes in the throes of alcoholism and mm. now it's a song and a t-shirt. I think Dorinda, as much as she's diagnosing Luann and like giving her a side eye, has a lot of that going on. Dorinda, I think, embraces the fame and the like thrill of being a real housewife without realizing that like the drawbacks, the thing you're trading off in your equation for doing it, because it's not the, everybody's equation, but in her equation is getting wasted. And like, like the Berkshires was fun for us. I do that. I've done that live show twice. I want to do it 500 more times. I think yes. it's amazing. But also she walked away with the message that like drunk Dorinda gets attention and is fun and embraced by everybody. And it's hard to undo those huge messages when you're given them. Like it's really hard to like have the whole world like be like you're awesome for make it nice and then turn around and be like well I should stop drinking on these trips like that's a hard like break in that bond I also feel like she got away with it because Bethany gave her the ability to kind of say I made one mistake this season when it's like sweetie it's since you joined she cried she was like thank you so much for I saying was so that. uncomfortable by that and I thought like 
you're enabling. And she was desperate for someone to enable her because her daughter probably said to her, no, probably people in her life were like, well, maybe you need to ease up on drinking. But I don't can't see anybody besides like Ramona Singer saying like, there's no issue here at all. And when Bethany gave her a little pass, she jumped on it and she was so happy to be like, I can go back to being delusional. I don't have to believe all of this. I just had a bad season. Yeah. I felt sad. I see a therapist every other week. Now it's over because I do Pilates. A week. That whole personal training thing. Like, listen, Dorinda looks fucking amazing and she's obviously went to the Sonia school of like sobriety she looks so good but also like I I don't see this working out long term I I don't see Sonia pulling uh, it's not not Sonia I don't see Dorinda pulling a Sonia like I don't see Dorinda being able to go light on alcohol I think Dorinda Mm -hmm. needs it and she is really I mean like Listen, it's not good for her, but like she is really entertaining. Which she, like, I mean, she, she's angry. she is the, the great hope of Housewives, which is like later in the seasons, you could have someone come in who is so fantastic right. because it's been so hit or miss. Totally. And to have someone come in who basically defines the whole show and 100%. is like a, like, a, like a fist through like the, the that can punch fog. You know 100%. what I mean? Like that's an amazing superpower. No, totally. And that's what Beverly Hills needs. We need three Dorinders to come in and crush Beverly Hills. Well, we had Erica Jane for a season or two mm-hmm. before we lost her rest in peace. Yeah. And now she's <laughs> like. Or she turned to stone. Oh my god now she's like just i, I don't she know she saw her own reflection and turned to stone she really did <laughs> that's 100% what happened. i mean what do you think is i don't think that they're going to make any major casting changes on top of carol aside from maybe tinsley being gone, and maybe luann really... is given friend of to like cool off for a season i don't know that that's happening but that's a maybe did you watch her on watch what happens yes what did you think she seems clear-eyed and healthier, I think, like, than we've seen her. I'm not saying she's clear-eyed and healthy. She's Luann. But she looked to me to at least have some lucidity and, like, maybe, um, like, she had spent the last several days, like, I'm going to have some juice. I'm going to have my coffee. Yeah, totally. I'm going to talk to my assistant. 100%. Everything's going fine. I went to all my meetings. Right. I've got And, like, that to her, I think the more you, especially as someone who's been through alcoholism with people, the more you mm-hmm. can grasp onto that and get back into, like, regular day-to-day life, real-world stuff, and the less she does cabaret road tour. Sorry, Ben. Like, it's better. She, but the problem is that now she's like, this is what I want to no. do with my life. And it's <sighs> like, it's just not because it's like a EDB. joke. <laughs> is that terrible? Like, the I thing know. is, it's like... And the show is entertaining, but not because of her. It's entertaining because of the concept. It's not. And the the guest stars. And the guest stars. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had more Lou. The problem with hashtag Countess and Friends is it's more hashtag and friends than it is Countess. It's a couple of cameos from the Countess. It's like literally a couple of cameos and like 400 um, dresses. Giovanni, Giovanni, Giovanni. Like, I don't know. I don't know that she knows. We Let's also have to call out Dorinda being like, I was like, Giovanni. Oh, my God. And Andy was like, you weren't. It's not. <laughs> no, you were 100%. No, no you weren't doing that. You were Dorinda's jeering like, I absolutely her. was. I absolutely was. And then when she started acting out their idea of what she did, it was closer to what she actually did. She's such a mess. I love her so much. I like um, Diver. But I will say, I think Luann... There, I do feel like there's hope for her, and maybe that's Luann tricking me, like she always does. Like Steve, <laughs> she's like Steve Jobs. He would get on that stage, and you'd be like, "This is amazing!" And he's like announcing technology invented ten years ago, and you're right. like, "He invented it." <laughs> cell phones he invented them like I believed him maybe Luann also has a little of that like reality distortion field where I'm like she's pulling it together (laughs) but I root for her I root for her but I watched it and I did not feel well last night 
she no, didn't it was look, shaky. I did get the vibe that she w- doesn't seem a hundred percent. I did get the vibe that she was so nervous, just like with yeah. like that's why they yeah. did that interview as a pre-tape the last time because she was so nervous. You could right. tell why like was that it live. Manic it felt like it was like supposed to be like entertaining capital E, and I'm like, this doesn't yeah, like Jerry O'Connell vi- pulling faces next to her was right. really it awkward. It needed to be a very special. Like it, yes. it couldn't. It just felt the Lou Union should have been its own like half an hour. With her in a separate couch, right. in a dress. That's what I thought was going to happen. Then it was yeah, like live, and then Jerry dealt. was there, and I was like, "What is that happening?" And I also felt like Lou during Watch What Happens was like Ramona's totally lying through her ass. I was never at where the Beacon or whatever this summer when it's like she probably meant April. Like, what, let's not like yeah. she's get parsing it's the Carol arguing style, which like I again I think they're both fifty fifty at this point. But the Carol arguing style is the worst arguing style to be like, no, this text was sent at eleven thirty two, not eleven thirty three, and no. use it. It's like just shut up, just shut up. And it's shut up. It's what Bethany did with the. Yep. Uh, did you text Adam? Did you call him? Did you that send like him a parsing details is so boring to me. No, hundred. And you're totally it's right. Useless. It just wasn't good. Also, because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't remember, but during re- the reunion, they were talking about the circumstances in which she was drinking, like during the show. And I she, saw I don't her think show, she igno- and she was drinking during the show. She Wait, was, when did you see it? I saw the second round because Bravo. Wanted to shoot the first show oh, right. that so we you had got, tickets to. Yeah, they yeah, bumped yeah. us. So we got bumped to the second show, which was great. They gave us a ton of free stuff and like we got to talk to her and stuff. But she was not completely sober. And I don't and I don't Andy want said that. You're not you're uh, not yeah. you're not saying anything crazy. Andy said that she wasn't well when wasn't he was well. when he saw her. And I saw Ben show. and I asked him and Ben was extremely discreet and professional and was like, I you know, you'll have to talk to her about that. Like that's not my position and like, you know, and I think the entire company of the show, all of the guests, everyone was being very professional about it. And she got through the show fine, but you could tell she wasn't, in my opinion, she, she was, was altered. She, she was, was altered. altered. And I don't know if it was pills or if it was alcohol or something, but she clearly was doing something to get through these shows because um, this was all the fallout was happening while these shows were happening. Oh, God. And like that had to be hard. But I think like we all know you were drinking. Like you were an alcoholic who went to rehab for two weeks. Your your children are suing you. Like, of course you're trying. That's just the, nobody's going to judge you. We're just going to say you need to be honest and get help. The problem was, and I agree with Dorinda on this, Lou, Lou didn't go to rehab because she had a drinking problem. She went to rehab because she wanted to make sure she didn't go to jail. Yeah. And I agree. I don't disagree. I, it's like I don't disagree with that strategy, except it's super, 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 super triage short term. It's not going to help mm-hmm. her long term. If you, The only person who can decide you're an alcoholic right. and is get help is you and i don't believe that she still thinks i don't believe nope. that she thinks she's an alcoholic to this i have day. a long-term alcoholic in my life who has been attempting recovery for like five years and i don't think they think they're an alcoholic like it's a common thing to it's, it's it, your body and your brain are trying to protect themselves and they're trying to tell you like you, there's nothing wrong with you you're okay and like that is a helpful mindset when you're in the wild but in modern yeah. life like you you just have to confront the issues for what they are like the self-delusion of it all it's sort of like when you know you're sick and you don't want to go to the doctor to find out that you have diabetes or like that you have a back problem that's going to need surgery like you're just like nah I'll, I'll be fine but like this is not because you're drinking and then further altering your own delusional mm. mind and like it's the only source of like fun for you it, it of course it's got to be like it, these are big tough issues and multiple women on the shows are dealing with them so when i see and not to change topics but when i see carol like pissing and moaning about it's like luann is going through like real shit and you're up here being like well i said that me and adam had coffee but we don't always have coffee like are we really fucking talking about this for an hour like we're really gonna talk about like 
whether or not Bethany and you, Bethany saw you take someone on a trip. Like, what are we fucking talking about? Honestly, uh, part three last night was rough. If you are team Carol, and I have been, here's the problem with like saying that I support Carol in this argument, but I'm not team. I think I've made that clear, but I don't know if I have. Carol, it's not like I want to kiki with Carol. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I just think that versus Bethany's gaslighting and seeing Bethany's toxicity in relationships, whatever, 100% in Carol's side. But watching Carol in some sort of delusion decide that it's more important to put down her friend Tinsley than... To win this argument. Right, then think, then put across the point that Bethany was, the argument that Bethany was making that like, Carol has changed mm-hmm. because of her relationship or from her relationship with Dinsley and watching her repeatedly be like, we're not that close. I mean, we went to Dubai. We traveled all over. It is a little single weight female that Bethany was like, anyone here, anyone here? Like that was a little insane to me. Well, because that's Bethany's like wacko energy. You know, 100%. she's up at two in the morning reading other people's Instagram 100%. comments. And like a video and yeah. all that shit. It was, I just was like, Carol, this is such a bad look for you. And also your friend Tinsley, who's like nebula. I mean, like she's not, she's, it's not, she's not really here or there. She was barely present. At, she was like essentially with Luann. Like there, she wasn't on camera. <laughs> like she was sitting she there. She was essentially with Jerry O'Connell at home watching 100%. Southern Charm Savannah. <laughs> legit. And he was participating more forcefully than she was. But watching Carol sort of implode a little bit was like not good watching Bethany career shame that was dark was bad because Bethany's like here's my career I was a personal assistant to Jerry Bruckheimer hashtag Forbes I nannied for Paris and Nikki I was Kathy's assistant I've worked for a million years and then a couple years ago I made a hundred million dollars minus my cut so I was on the cover of Forbes because of this show that I'm on that I need and this idea that I had I did Bethany Bakes and it's like sweetie but also like even the calling her being like, you identify as a journalist that was 17 years ago. Lots of people retire or move on from a creative venture or like a specific thing to do something tangentially related and right. can still identify as if you're an actor and you've decided to step away from the movies to write books, you're still an actor. Like, and you would never say to a man She's- who stepped away from a law career, oh, you're not a lawyer anymore. Well, just because I started a business where I or doing this or I, I went on a television show or whatever. You're still a lawyer. It was so ugly. She was identity shaming and it was gross to watch and I was uncomfortable by it. And I also felt like not everyone's goal is to come up with an alcohol concept. Not everybody wants to be like a hashtag girl boss and that's okay. That is okay. And we need people to work at ABC News and it's okay that she had a 15, right, or a book or half of a book or the Outliner book or... (laughs) You know, a two weekly it. marathon. Somebody Adam signed it next to like sushi wraps. Like it's it's okay. It just was like Bethany because isn't one of her organizations Meanwhile, like Sonia's her best fucking friend and Sonia's hawking like some shoes. Like it's right. not like and Bethany's like they're so pretty. What are they? Meanwhile, they planned before filming that like Sonia was going to talk about Sonia New Mor- uh, Morgan New York at French Soul. Like yeah, these things were strategized because they know the power of all this shit and yeah. to go that dark as someone who calls herself a lady boss and uh, I just thought it was gross just like when she's like you were on video with your friend who's like 45 or 50 which is like what the fuck are you trying to say what does that mean it made me so uncomfortable and also her friend who was the woman whose husband died 
P.S. Yeah. Her husband was, I didn't realize it was Cassandra, Cassandra Gray, but it's Cassandra Gray, whose husband is Brad Gray, who's a bajillion yeah. dollar Brillstein Gray. Gary, he broke Gary Shandling. Like, he's a very, 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 very famous Hollywood kind of mogul yeah. um, who passed very unexpectedly. Um, but watching The Widow do an Insta story, which they showed during the reunion, saying, like, yeah, skinny is not in. Like, it's all about wellness. How was she wrong in saying that? First of all, I don't think she was wrong. Second, even if you felt like that was a cheap shot and like maybe your friend shouldn't be the person communicating that. Like I've had friends who've recently done problematic things and I've privately said whatever. It's not my place to tweet out that my friend's thing is like really shitty and fuck them. If other people tweet it, I will amplify that or whatever. But it's not always your place. Whatever. However she felt about that. Wait, so you're saying Carol shouldn't have had it? Maybe, maybe not. However Bethany feels about it. I, I think that's a grayer area. I, I agree that skinny is out and then it's problematic language and maybe like let's pivot. But like <laughs> I, pivot. like skinny jeans for plus size women. What are you talking about? I don't understand the jeans. <laughs> I do, I want to understand them. But when I she don't. brought out a model and they were studded, I was like, oh my God. I was getting real flashes of like literal first season fashion. Yeah. Uh, like early aughts. Like Ashley Simpson <sighs> is coming back with a reality show because she saw that episode of New York and was like, I guess this is in again. Get your two polos on boys. <laughs> um, she I think like all of that to say I I think Bethany the way to address that is to like at the time say something or let it go little comments on a snapchat or an Instagram story or like even Carol with some of the like when in her talking head she said I was a bitch it's like okay but you're on a reality show all of this drama like is part of the thing and also like what's more important to you that you protect skinny girl against a two second Instagram story that existed for 24 hours that nobody or that you like ruined this people friendship. saw I mean only people that are like Carol or whatever I don't know if it was hashtagging RHO and why but like it's not like that many people saw it now yeah. I didn't see it now I saw it yeah now I saw it because you fucking Barbara Streisand it and I fucking agree with it so thanks for sharing yeah thanks Kathy I don't, I don't know I think the whole thing with Bethany um and Carol I I think Carol and the reason that she did to Tinsley what she did on the reunion is Carol is so scared of losing people. It's the ex- explanation Carol for Carol is so Adam. scared. Oh, okay. After the husband left, all right. Carol or left died. After the husband died, she doesn't want <laughs> he anyone did leave. to get. He left this he, I mean, he left in his own way. <laughs> we all leave somehow. The Irish exited. Um, when 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 he died, I think she was just suddenly so scared of like anybody leaving and of like loss and like like she's so affected by loss and like it's what bonded her with Dorinda was like we both know about loss yeah and I think she doesn't want anybody to get too close she doesn't want anybody to anything to be too permanent she left the housewives because she was like I don't need it I don't need anything I'm totally fine everything's totally fine I don't need Adam I don't need Bethany Tinsley's not even my friend I never met the woman I like <laughs> it she just it's pathological at this point in the way that like Bethany is scared that someone's gonna Jason hoppy her so she fucking overanalyzes everything and she looks for secret motives and she tries to make sure you're not going to do it to her before she does it to you. And she gets all crazy and wants to control everything because if she controls it, then you can't make any bad choices and hurt her. It's the same stuff. And those two energies meeting, it wasn't going to last. They were turned by each other and they have a lot in common and they probably have great rapport, but it wasn't going to last because their underlying issues are so fucking messy and bad. Whereas Sonia and Bethany maybe they don't have a great rapport or like it's not always top of Bethany's intelligence, but Sonia's a nice person who ultimately wants to have a nice time and will reassure Bethany. Like, I don't have any bad motives. I'm your friend. It's okay. And like, that is what Bethany wants and like is fed by. Sonia is, I don't mean this as an insult, which is a good way to start um, a line, but (laughs) 
Sonia is simple. Like I, she's smart. Yeah. She's smart, but there's she's simple. There's nothing wrong with being she simple. Not, there's nothing wrong. The only thing complicated is that she wants to continue. She will forever be obsessed with her ex-husband. Yeah. But aside from that. But those issues don't life, even seem like, other than like some of the delusions of grandeur, those issues don't even really seem to bleed into her other relationships, which is way more healthy than most of these people. I feel like a lot of her other relationships with women who aren't on the show are probably women in similar positions. Like yeah. they're obsessed with their lifestyle they might still have it or it might no longer be theirs but she's still living in that world which Mm -hmm. is probably why she feels like she needs to take john morgan with her as she continues her life yeah because she just can't let go of it because it probably still sort of exists around her and the whole bethany carroll thing i feel like carol is too cool like literally like cool slash sometimes a little icy or she's just She's a different personality. I mean, she tweeted herself, I'm cold. I don't hug people. I'm a cold person. And it's like, okay, that is what she is. Right. She's not the, and Bethany is needy, extremely needy and very toxic. And I was talking about this yesterday, actually with my roommate who like fucking like was a therapist for like trafficking victims and stuff. She's seen some shit like psychology. That's but But she gets, I mean, like speaking of dark, like she's like, I was curious if she was team Bethany or Carol and she's, Carol not as Carol as a person but in the argument and she's like the problem with Bethany is Bethany learned behavior watching her parents and she's just continuing it so she gets very scared and very nervous that she's going to be left or alone and so she reacts and acts out the problem that my roommate who's phenomenal is like the problem that she's going to face is Bryn is learning this behavior as well. And right now Bryn loves her mommy no matter what because she's a baby. But Bryn is going to grow up. And not that Bethany is like her mother who sounds like she was a nightmare. But Bryn is going to look at this person who acts out, who's extremely emotional and toxic and damaged. And she's not she's either going to run from it or she's going to get caught up in it. Regardless, it's not a healthy cycle. inherited trauma, which actually... I very much think that the housewife, nobody's going to agree with me. You're going to laugh at this. I think the housewives and Vanderpump rules, especially uh, Real Housewives of New York, especially exist on the continuum of other prestige TV. I think like. Why? I agree with you. Andrew. Okay, great. Have you met me? No, I We're know. We're sitting on my couch. I talk about this when for I hours. Say, no, what, it's. it's yeah, okay, great. Sometimes, are you kidding? Sometimes when I compare like Bethany to um, what's his face from Mad Men. Don uh, Draper. Don Draper. People get mad and they're like, oh, good. She's a reality. Like, I know that we both take it seriously. Ryan. But sometimes, I know. <laughs> Episode 70. But I have to say this because people at home might laugh at what I'm about to say. No, but nobody will laugh. Everyone gets it. Patrick Melrose, which was the Benedict oh, Cumberbatch I didn't, series. Because it looked a little too fancy for me. It was great. It was good. You would oh, like okay. it. Okay, it okay I'll watch it. it. I'll watch it on the plane. Um, <laughs> I have time. <laughs> it was amazing. I think it was on Stars or Showtime. It was oh, really, it was really Showtime. good. But it's about inherited trauma and trying to be a better person. But the people that, when you have such bad parents or you've been through so much trauma your whole life is a reaction trying to be better than that and the act of trying to be better damages other people mm-hmm. the act of like of 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 it being just being having been exposed to radiation you are radioactive and maybe the next person won't be or will be but it takes a while for that to dissipate and i think with Bryn she's got two options she's either going to become a clone of her mother in an obsessive sort of like just learned all this behavior and <gasps> and have been just exposed to it or she will do what Avery Singer has done or what like Brianna has done which is the i normalness as rebellion which is Ali Shapiro. Yes. Totally. The other option, which is like, I don't need this. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Me and my friends are going to go out and have a good time. No, it's fine. I have a nice boyfriend. Like just normal as possible. Um, 
And I don't know how it's going to be for Bryn, but I also think Bethany would never let her be normal as possible. Bethany's always going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing like extreme stuff on her, which is just going to be like the biggest birthday party. You're going to fly to France for Christmas because that's where mommy wants to go. The The nutcracker. nutcracker. And that crazy shit. At least Jill seemed to give Allie a very normal lifestyle. Well, Allie, but the difference is that Jill didn't, get a hundred million dollars yeah, when true. Allie was a baby. I mean they grew And at up her normal. most broken and emotional <laughs> moment being handed a hundred million dollars isn't really that the wasn't like marriage over, yay money. <laughs> like it was slightly different. Yeah, yeah you're was, right, you're right. I mean there were but like Jill told Allie she needed to go to fat camp on camera. Like <laughs> no, but, and we're then not they talking about jet. parents of the year. And then, we, they, then they took a jet. I mean, nobody's going to beat Yolanda telling her daughter she was too fat and also can't play volleyball to lose the weight because then she'd be oh a lesbian. Oh, my God. Do you remember <laughs> when she was telling fucking Gigi Hadid? Like, just a little. Like, was it cake or something? She it was like, like fucking yogurt. She was like, not the Chobani. It's got sugar. It's like, she's Gigi Hadid. And she's like, you're a little pudgy. <laughs> That Moroccan birthday, when it was like a high school grad. It was like something. She's like yeah. just a small slice, just that a little like... piece. You can you can taste it in your nose. Oh my god! <laughs> Which P.S. My, my I went to um uh this like crazy intense prep school in high school, mm-hmm. and I went fat and came back less fat in high school because I was dancing for like six hours a day and my mom has never been happier in her entire life I, as a Jewish mother she was like <laughs> and it was so expensive and they were like can I pay you double <laughs> She's favorite. and this was Sarah Walman Hill was the best idea we ever did you seem so happy I went to Australia for like a year and a half um uh, in college, I oh like was God. like, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna move here. Me and my fiance at the time moved, and we broke up the day we got there, and didn't get back together for two months. So we had to get separate apartments across the hall from each other. It was a mess. <laughs> anyway, I also developed some pretty serious eating issues because oh I'm a vegetarian, and there wasn't a ton of options. Yes. Also, I brought with me a fuck ton of Adderall because it's illegal there, and I, oh. I'm, I actually have ADHD. But I was like, I had so much of it, and I was 19, and I was just like, let's stay up all night. You and Deandra. <laughs> And I like fucking was also taking every exercise class at the uni because they were all free. And that's what my friends did. I was when I say rail, like I do not look like someone who would ever. I'm not a fat person. I'm not like a I hate saying that. I'm not like a so fat that it would be noticeable, notable or that someone would identify me as someone with like body issues. But I was very heavy as a teenager. Um, I'm a little bit overweight now and I always will struggle with that just from a, like a biological standpoint, mm. but I was so real thin and it was so unhealthy and it was the worst way to do it. And it was uh, not going to last. And my body was like fucking rejecting me as a host. When I came home, my mom was like, my body was rejected. this is incredible. Don't gain any weight. Don't go back. Don't backslide. And she will say to me like once a year, you remember when you went to Australia, you never looked better. And she knows all the reasons that I was thin. She knows that I was thin because of like fucking pharmaceuticals and like, fucking i was giving myself heart palpitations Wait, are you jewish this feels very jewish. i am jewish oh yeah. that's why well i'm jewish irish catholic and italian so like that What's your mix mom's maiden name? so much your mom's guilt. jewish my mom's main name is kicks well, how do you spell that k-i-x oh like the cereal yeah it's a german name <laughs> my mom's like name is german or something <laughs> the, so. va- the italian side is vaccarino and then my dad's name is Houlihan. And Houlihan and Vaccarino were always so much more attractive to me than the serial name as a kid. Because I was like, Vaccarino. Oh, yeah. Vaccarino is like someone. You could fuck someone up. But you also want to fuck a Vaccarino. Also, all the Vaccarinos were in the mob. And yes. so, like, it just had so much glory to me. Oh, my God. Get me a fur for fall. Please. <laughs> get it from the side, from a van, from shit that falls on the road. Okay. What else do we need to talk about? Quickly, we got to hit some Dallas stuff. 
we do have to hit some Dallas stuff, but so ultimately. Feuding with a baby. <laughs> feuding with, oh my God, Cameron for days. Wait, so are we good with New York? I feel like we covered. The only thing, other thing I want to touch is Ramona standing up and doing that wacky dance and punching her own butt is. <laughs> she went to spin. I would watch 17 hour Netflix series of just Ramona around her own apartment. Like I would watch that woman do anything. She can't control her body. She falls asleep. She stands up. She's like her eye. What Think- the fuck was wrong with her eye? <laughs> one of her eyes died. She looked like one of those dogs in the Sarah McLaughlin commercials where they're all going to be put down. They got those wacky expressions on their face. <laughs> right? I'm it's like it's so like hard. I almost dropped that the mic. Ramona eye moment. And then like in the arms <laughs> of the angels fly away. <laughs> It's like one of her eyes is crazy and the other one is like and clinically her hair is insane. Like pushed to one side as if like as if she was hit by a bat or something. It was wild. Yes, how much does production hate her that they kept <laughs> they focusing hate on her. her? They fucking hate her. Honestly, the episode started and I was like, "Because you know, what? cameramen have had to like clean out her closet and take the trash out." One hundred percent. She moved the couch because <laughs> she got hit by a car, and that car is called like a ninety-five syringe. Like, what is happening? She's like, "I got into a car accident." I was like, "On the way to the hospital, <laughs> returning." Like. <laughs> You are getting a fender and your she's Uber pool so, is and unrelated. Andy is so delighted by her. His expression when she does she's all this. She's the best. Honestly, she's when the she best. When she called. Um, they are Shakespearean characters. When she and called. She is Richard What's her whatever. Face from New Jersey during the reunion. She called Melissa, Gor- Melissa, Melissa Gorga. Gorga. Andy, that was like, that looked like maybe the only moment when he's like fully come. Like he was, oh, 100%, his face was, he was like having orgasm. an orgasm. He was 100%. Yeah, he didn't seem. <laughs> Andy did not seem thrilled i think it was the luann he knew that he was slightly fucked with luann and like god bless and i think he also was like i'm done neither carol or bethany respects me and i only respect bethany so he default chose her side i don't even think he went too far like people were like he went too far i think i think he went too far i think he maybe a little but i also think he had to at some point be like shut the fuck up i am the host of the show and the person who can fire you and the most important person in your entire professional life so when i ask a question sit the fuck down he respects bethany as a person carol used to be his friend and she's fallen off behavior wise and he probably she's lost his respect as a person and i think he just at some point was like all right fucking bethany you talk you don't talk whatever and i, I don't something had to be done that wasn't the thing to do but i do understand why where he was like Sit down. Like, this is my show. I get that this is the biggest show or whatever. You all think you're so important. But sit the fuck down. I, this is my network. Like, also, the red scarf thing was, like, way too complicated. And I understood. Why are we talking about this ugly man? <laughs> I swear to God, I got up at five this morning to, like, finish packing and watch New York. Um, and the red, I didn't understand what the fuck Bethany, what the fuck Carol was talking about until the second time I watched it. Because I guess it's, like, Bethany said you should go out with Carol after she knew they had already gone out to dinner. But I, I don't care to such an extensive Who cares? heightened degree. Who cares? It's just. Although when Bethany was like, here's the literal text message in my messages app dated in time. Yeah, that was for good. all her bullshit. I was like, Bethany's still in there. She was, she was hundred <laughs> percent. Bethany had some good zingers. She was like 100% like go fuck yourself but it anything was the else. Age like shaming and the career shaming was where hurts her downfall. Yeah, cuz she's a she she's a broken bird. She's a bro- Brent yeah. probably away. But um okay guys, and New York done. done. Dallas, tell me everything. The best season for Dallas. Feuding so with far. a baby or its mother. 
that's what we're parsing. We're either feuding with the baby for being adopted or feuding with the mother for adopting him and how she did it. Like, it, it was just, and then being like, I didn't want to fight with either. <laughs> you started this fight? What are we talking about? Then she wanted to kick her out of her house, but then she was like, it wasn't a big, it was very confusing. There was a lot at the top and then it all kind of fizzled in this weird way that like, right. she doesn't van, have the courage of her own convictions. In the van, she's like, maybe don't bully me so much. And they were like, okay, I don't, I don't. When Leanne, I think Deandra said it, when, or Carrie said it, uh, Carrie said it, when Leanne is your voice of reason. There's a problem. We've gone off the rails. But Leanne and Deandra were both, I love that Leanne and Deandra were both sticking up for Stephanie and Brandy Me by too. being like, cool, first off, you're wrong on the semantics, but even if we're talking about the semantics, this is completely insane. And you're, we need to be focusing more on like the hurt and not the actual language. Like who said what, at what point, and but if they said to or of. Right. Like, but also, why are you hurt? You are a cast member and I'm sure a social friend. I think she is friends with them and she was hurt on a friend level and maybe she was hurt because she felt like she was being set up, which is like Carrie stuff. A little, she should be a, yeah. She should be, not Carrie stuff, but it's like Stephanie stuff. Like maybe she's upset that Stephanie like lied to her and she felt like she was being made to like look like a fool. But also if this woman made a choice to adopt and she wanted to keep it private and then you guys are on a show and maybe producers told her to shut the fuck up and announce it so it was a thing yeah they filmed like that internet thing right Didn't right they do, like, i never an, watched it, it like brandy's baby story it was whatever. she had a baby it's yeah. it's red but here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> who isn't i'm sitting right here who isn't red um here's the thing also i've been through people with adoptions Things go wrong two months out from actually getting the baby. Things can go wrong. You don't tell everybody. It's sort of like when you're in your first trimester. Things can go wrong. You don't tell everybody you're pregnant immediately until you know you're a little out of the woods. But she wasn't even planning to adopt. She this like, was like she went to like a drive through CBS pharmacy and instead like, of getting some Adderall, they handed her a gin. And she was like, thanks for this, but I'm going to also need that Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> Which P.S. I just felt like. As if, like, she's the only woman on the show abusing legal substances. And also, Brandy, the reason your kids were kicked out of Catholic school wasn't because... It was because of, like, your behavior on the show and not rumors that people made. So, yeah, like, that was just weird. have some fun. She was on a podcast or talking to a fucking blog or whatever. And you do take she, Adderall. She right. got sassy. It's and, whatever. And it's a joke. And you know jokes because you made a hat out of poop. So, like, <laughs> maybe this isn't, like, the word... It was... That was so weird to me, but I'm glad they bonded over drinking. I think she was really tired. And she was frustrated with all the like the like fucking Michigas happening that whole time about the baby. And I think at some point she was just like, fuck you. You're a fucking idiot. Whatever. You're a bitch or whatever. The Adderall thing. Like, I think it was a little thing that bothered her. And then it got m- built because I she was it, exhausted. I think it builds in her head just like her fight with Stephanie last season. Mm-hmm. Or her stuff with like, Leanne. Right. When it all it sort of starts out of nowhere and then it becomes a thousand and she she's feels like, like. I still don't like Leanne. And we're like, but why? Right. She doesn't understand that she's on a reality show and that her cast members are going to talk about each other for mm-hmm. press. Like yeah. an interviewer is going to say, how do you feel about so-and-so? Just like Sonia and Kristen. And yeah, the the only reason people get really mad on New York is when Sonia's talking to page six every single day. 100%. And giving them up, like, gr- like granular updates from production. Or like, Sonia feels like they're talking about her and. <laughs> It's like, yeah. sweetie, you do a lot of crazy shit. People want to talk about it. <laughs> you should be happy we're talking. But I will say Cameron Westcott is a cartoon character um, who exists in her own show, uh, separate from the show we're watching. She she says everything as if it is the most important thing she's ever said in her life. She's like, today I woke up and I used conditioner on my hair to keep it soft. And, and I love it. And you're like, wow, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life because of the way you said it. 
Her husband hates her. Hates her. I love. He's the new Mark. Duber? No, Mark. Yeah, because when you, I don't really like Carrie when she's with Mark, but when she's not with Mark, yeah, I'm she's like, great. She's great. Yeah. When she's with Mark, I literally want them off the show. They remind me of like early when I was first watching New York, and I just something about um Mario, Simon, oh, and yeah. Alex. Like oh, it yeah, was yeah. just like I couldn't watch them, and then eventually it like clicked that I wasn't supposed to like them. Yeah. But like with <laughs> them. I can't even dislike them. Watch them. They, he makes me. He's my skin crawls. So he talks to his daughter. I'll never get over it. And he's like fake this season. He hates his daughter. This season, he's like, "Hey, sweetie, yeah. do you want daddy to cut up some chicken cutlets? Do you eat that?" Sorry. Is it daddy time for you. sitting in the living room with daddy time, which oh is a God. thing we do? Like so fucking fake and so gross. So fucking fake. But when and he's gross. not around, great. When Cameron's husband isn't around, her whole cartoon character shtick, I'm Paris Hilton meets Tinsley Mortimer, whatever bullshit, is sort of entertaining. When the husband comes around, I'm like, these people are fucking demigorgons and monsters drawn up from hell, and she's a terrible person, and her kids should be taken away. Like, I just fucking hate them. Yes, 100%. Every time she sees her kids, she acts like she's just meeting them. Like, she just acts like they're like... She is just meeting them (laughs) for the first time that day, and she says, hi, I'm Mommy, and they're like, hey, Mommy, where's Gloria? Like, 100%. Like, who's going to tuck me in? Who's going to, like, draw a bath? Where's Mommy Gloria? Oh my god, her kids speak better second languages than I ever will. Remember when her daughter, like when they went to fucking Mexico and her daughter was like fluent? Yeah. I don't I'm I say like I doesn't speak English. <laughs> they can speak Spanish. Karen doesn't speak like person. Karen speaks Karen, Dog. which she is like a fun alien puppy. Pink barks. Have you ever read their Amazon reviews for her? Dog food? No, is it all photos of like pink and <laughs> Every single person shit? is like, this is poison. This is expensive poison. My dog was scraping its ass on the ground, bleeding. <laughs> and then they reformulated it so that the pink was just like sprinkled into regular dog food. Right. And all the reviews are like, new formulation is still poison. Because <laughs> like dogs, it's made with cranberry dye. Dogs can't eat cranberries. People can barely eat cranberries. It's why it kills UTIs. It's not like that edible. <laughs> Wait a second. So close to poinsettias that like it's poison, but she just wants it to be pink. So like she's those dogs just being like fed arsenic every day. Does she feed it to her dogs? Have <laughs> we met her dogs? We in the first season she was on, like I think second season was the first season she was on. Um yeah. we saw a ton of those dogs. Now we're not seeing a lot of those dogs. They've all died, died from pink dog food. And when her husband was like, if this doesn't make a profit, like we're pulling the plug, that was wild. Yeah, he's like, it needs to be expanded more tomorrow. The last thing I will say before we get off of Dallas, because like I have to get it out, is yeah, do. fucking shaming Leanne because she hasn't set a wedding date. What was what's going on with Leanne and Deandra behind the scenes? There's obviously There's aggression, something. and also P.S. Shout out to Bravo Production for not filming on the boat when they were trying not to die, which I will use as a grudge against them, and also fucking up again for the second time in Dallas when they when we missed the Marie thing when Leanne like threw a, like a fucking plotted plant at Marie, and we missed Leanne Everything. and Deandra screaming Get about the New York who was the crew star there. because like 100%. New York drops the ball occasionally, but New York. Basically, like they yeah. that's the eighteen. The boat was not great. Get them there. Swear to God, when they did the pageant and we did not get a shot of Leanne in literally Miss Congeniality the movie as a point of comparison, when there that wasn't even mentioned. Do, do you know these they women? Couldn't get the rights, or it was like too but much. Like she's an actor. Even even just a still, you can I buy know. that from Getty Images. What are and you they had, doing? And they had a photo of her I like a Miss that. whatever Miss like. 
I have a Getty Images Small subscription. Town. I'll buy it for you, Bravo. I like, swear to God. That was really, I was made upset. me mad. It I was, was very It was upset. a little thing, but I was like, the effort is not here. The effort is here by the cast. 100%. I don't know what's what's going on with Leanne and Deandra, but there's obviously, I think Leanne is pissed that Deandra got so much. I got engaged almost a year whatever. ago. We still haven't set a date because of like money stuff and also like personal life stuff with his family, um, which has just kept us busy. Okay. But like we totally intend on getting married. It's just yeah. one of those things that like we've been together for so long, we're going to figure it out. We're adults. But- They've been together for nine years. And Leanne is the one who I've been together with John for 10. But were you constantly saying to John, let's get married, let's get married, let's get married? That is what Leanne has done. And all of a sudden she's like, don't worry about it. It's not a a problem. And it's like, what's happening? Did he buy that huge, enormous, shockingly large marquee or whatever it was diamond for the show which yeah. is fine yeah or and did they did it. right like is it a joke it not a joke but is it fake is it real it's not because he's blind and it's not because leanne doesn't want it and it's not because leanne's afraid she's gonna break it there's something else there and but i think I she's think pissed she's gonna be super pissed at deandra for bringing it up absolutely i would be too but i also think when leanne gives you a reason we move on for now. We may revisit the topic later. Yeah. But it was very uncomfortable for DeAndre to be leaning over the table being like, no, I don't care if he's blind. That's not a real issue. 100%. What the issue is, is that you don't want to be loved and he doesn't want to be loved and you think that divorce. And it was like, whoa, 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 Carol. The reason Tinsley cries is, doesn't cry is not because some guy abused her. You're not her therapist. You don't know how to decide these things. Right. DeAndre was just diagnosing stuff. And I was like, you're being your mom to someone else right now. Like you need to cool your jets with your fucking prescriptive advice yeah, she was a little mama ding but i still die for her i love her i also I, love I want her skincare line even though i know i probably have better yeah stuff. we 100 need it um and she spent 47 she's a good businesswoman so she only spent 4700 dollars on a belt buckle a hat and some boots one quarter of their liquor was like 500 dollars for like two days john my fiance looked at me and he is someone who knows from buying a lot of alcohol for work okay. trips. And yeah, he yeah. was like, it's a lot, right? That is even top shelf liquor. How would you get through all of that? And even, like a and podunk town. Drinking. That was wild. That was one yeah. fourth. I was like, this is either to show off how much you could buy or like, I think it was to show off a little bit of how much you can buy. <sighs> I think it's cause they, they just wanted to have a lot around, but yeah. also they have a little party. They do a fake strip tease where they yeah. put a boob and a foot or whatever the fuck was <laughs> happening. It was not cr- Brandy. Like now we know that you definitely have never slept with anyone but your husband. Yeah. Because that is not a strip tease. You should know a strip tease. And when, when when what's her face was like, uh, who said that it was a Deandra? I was like, I thought it'd be more like fifty guys. I was like, like ugh. The, first off, like sick burn. Second, sex like sex shaming, like slut shaming stuff. But it's stuff. Texas. That's but it's like, Texas. That's yeah. how they farm. When there. they were talking about going to the rodeo, I was like. Oh, they're going to laugh at these. And I was like, oh, no, they're from Texas. Yeah, like, they, this, they, is, this, is this is like something they do. Right. Like, I think like getting a cowboy hat is like a cute little touristy thing. But like, yeah. no, this is an actual accessory. Like there. They're going to wear this. Yeah, she's, she's never going to wear it. But she bought it. It's $4,700. You don't know. She might get some like uh, St. Laurent boots. Yeah. Put that thing on and like a bikini top and be like, this is my reunion look. And fuck <laughs> Jeremy. Isn't that his name? Jeremy. Is that his name? Her husband, her war, her war veteran husband who's so I fucking hot. I don't hot. remember. I think He's it's so Jeremy. Jeremy Hart. He's so It's Jeremy or Joshua or something. Yeah, some 20 year 22 years something less in Jewish. the military. I don't <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, He's so years, hot. And now he he's like a photographer. Fucks. Yeah, he fucks. He her. even said at that party like we fuck. <laughs> that was like his speech. He was like, "I love my wife. She's a beautiful, talented woman who has great standing in the community. We fuck like tigers." 
I destroy her every day. And I was like, I was like, this is a man. I need it. I know this is a man. I'm so jealous. Well, it's the way that like, you know that. I need to enlist. (laughs) You know that, um, um, what's his face? Brooks fucked Vicky Gondolson. Oh, he fucked it like his livelihood depended on it. Because it did. He was fucking dilute. He was breaking her brain with oh orgasms. It was 100%. crazy. And you can tell this new dude does not eat puss. Like he is, this is not. I don't think they have sex. I think they no. hold hands even though they're in double beds. Mm-hmm. And it's like legit I love Lucy style. And he's like, I gotta pick up that prescription for Viagra. And she's like, oh yeah, you should. Good night. <laughs> She's texting Brooks. Oh God, OC is the. I'm so. I have nothing to say. There's nothing nothing to say. We're not going to talk about it except that. Boring. I was. I've never been happier in my life than the next day when I like begrudgingly like opened up the Bravo TV app to watch it and saw that there was no new episode. I've never been happier. I was like, so. I'm so happy. It's 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 like I'm free. Um, yeah, OC is a chore to get through. Like John will put it on. I sit there literally in the end of last episode. All the action was happening. The like fight was happening between Tamara. So dumb. It's just between Tamara and Tamara. I I literally went in the shower and was like. If something happens, let me know. Nothing happened. I've never done that. Shannon cried and Kelly defended her because like Kelly is like having a renaissance and I, I'm into it. Yeah. Well, Kelly is like a Dorinda level, like came in instantly iconic, knows what to do. Like 100%. fucking so good and also, at her But also became better. Yeah. Oh, improved is over time. Is she the Jody? Is she the Jody of um, <laughs> fucking OC? I don't know who's to say. Um, Ryan Hulan, tell the people all about your show that I'm going to on the 26th. Yes. six in Brooklyn at Littlefield. Yes. Um, okay. So it's called the Real Housewives stuff with Yada. <laughs> that is actually technical. The technical name. Thank um, you. Yeah. The twenty sixth at Littlefield. Doors are at seven thirty, but the show starts at eight. But get there at seven thirty because we have we always have banging signature cocktails Ooh. and we do raffles um, <gasps> because the whole thing is for charity. All this money is going to be strong. Who's doing great work I in just Puerto Rico? My eyes. You can roll your eyes, but they're literally. No, they- they're, they're our federal government now. Bethany is our president. Uh, we sat down and said, let's find charities in Colombia and charities in Puerto Rico that we could donate the money to because it's obviously the strongest co- causes in those episodes because we're doing the yeah. boat ride. Yeah, yeah. All of which to say we're doing the boat ride from hell, the Cartagena trip. We're doing a live reading with a bunch of comedians. We sat down and we always do these for charity. And a lot of the Colombian charities, um, it's harder to police um uh, I guess how funds are spent there. So it was tough for us to find. There are oh, options, but it was tougher to find. That's okay. They'll be fine. But They'll be fine. The best reviewed charity to do anything with Puerto Rico was the be strong. Um, uh, the be strong. Um, Fucking Puerto Rico shit. Yeah. Stuff. Like it, it, uh, uh, helping out. It, hold on. I got to get the technical name of what it the associated skinny or B or girl in the title helping hands, helping, helping, giving, uh, helping, wh- giving, whatever it is. We, um, we, God, we got to edit that. We're not going to fuck. I got to go to France. Um, Ryan Houlihan. It's anyway, the- come, it's the 26th. We have, um, uh, Nicole Spezio, Natalie Walker, Alex better, me, Z-Way Fumido, Ayo Edibiri, Liza, Liza Traeger, um, and uh, Jordan Valu helped out as well uh, to organize all of it. Um, we've transcribed the episodes. We have amazing jokes. We have um, it's going to be quite the show. All of the money is going to charity. Um, and I have to say, every time we do this, it is a blowout. And you're in a big giant theater, screaming your favorite lines with a ton of Bravo people. And like, and our giveaways are all Bravo themed. So you could come and win a, f- a suite of Teresa's books. You could win Shut a up. bottle of Skinny Girl. You could win. We've actually had tickets to watch what happens live have been available for the chair uh, for the um, uh, drawing. We've had um, we've had signed copies of uh, we had signed glasses that Bethany actually drank out of. 
signed by <gasps> Bethany. No. We had, and my mom won them. And I was like, sorry, mom, but like this one has to go to a fan. <laughs> but we, oh we've had some God. amazing, amazing times. So please come to that. Um, uh, also, and it's be strong, um, delivering good, delivering good. God, it's the hands in the picture that screwed me up. Yeah, no, um, that took me a hot second, but I got um, it. I got delivering it. good. Uh, and they do really incredible work and it, uh, the people of Puerto Rico actually really need it. So please come out. Uh, it is well worth your money. Our tickets are like $11, I think, or $12. Yeah, they're like, $1. they're $1. super 50. cheap. Do it. I'm going to be there. Yeah. yeah. And, and I hang out for like an hour afterward. We oh can God, talk so about nice. all things Bravo. Yes. Um, it'll be super fun. We've had, um, like producers from the show come. We've had like little people pop up from like like all the side characters and friends of have popped in. Um, so you might get to see a Bravo sighting. Please come. Uh, it's at Littlefield in Brooklyn. And then also Ryan's show is every Saturday. Yes. Um, or every Sunday. <laughs> I'm really fucking up. These no, plugs. you're doing great. Every, every Sunday, Sunday at eight o'clock Eastern on twitch.tv slash Ryan show. And then also on YouTube, you can just search it up. Um, and we talk housewives every single week. And this week we have Chelsea Fagan on who uh, started the blog, the financial diet. And she wrote the book. Oh. The financial oh, diet. cool. And she's been a friend of mine for like 10 years. And we became friends because we got into a screaming match over Twitter over some like little thing. And I was like, I want to have you on my podcast and we'll <gasps> fight on the podcast. And she's like down. And she came and I was like, well, before we get really get into it, how are you? And she's like, good. I was just watching Real Housewives. And we bonded on the podcast for an hour. Oh and then at the end, God. I was like, what were we supposed to argue about? And she was like, I don't remember. And we've been like very close friends for like 10 years. Oh, now. I love that. It was That's super sweet. Amazing. So I'm going to have her on the show to talk about her huge success um, uh, giving millennials financial advice. And obviously, we're going to talk all things Luann because she loves Luann. Oh, my God. I'm dead for that. And follow Ryan Houlihan on Twitter and Insta at Ryan Houlihan. Yeah. And fucking follow me because I have four followers and I hate it. So at Sarah Galley on Twitter, at Dame Galley on Instagram. Tell me your thoughts and feelings. We're going to take a little selfie, even though my tits are out and I don't have makeup on and my suitcase has not been fully packed. Um, chic, c'est la vie, baby. Chic, c'est la vie. C'est bon, c'est bon. Ryan Houlihan, love of my life. Like, the, so good. This, I get the same feeling from doing your show. I don't even get this doing my own podcast, which I'm about to go do. I do oh another podcast God. with a friend. Um, I don't even get that feeling. I get the feeling doing this and Ryan's show where I'm like fucking alive. Right? Not thinking about Doesn't anything it else. Like it just we're clicks. living and we didn't need at all. Nothing. We didn't need a fucking cabaret. We mm. just needed each other. That, that's my drug of choice. Right? And I'm not going to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, au revoir. Bye, guys. Die for you. Au revoir. I don't even know how to say it. I'm totally fucked. You're not Cameron's kids. Oh, my God. Not yet. Um, Talk to you guys next week. Bye.